0: we decided to ask Blaine the Christian why Christians are against abortion. Here's his response.
1: Hi, everyone. I'm so glad that we have this moment together. It's always such a blessing. Today, I want to talk to you about bodily autonomy from a Christian perspective. You know, everyone these days is all up in arms saying, it's my body, my choice. But, you know, we all know that when it comes to saving a life, it's not our choice anymore. Yeah, like if I get in a car accident and it was my fault and myself and the other person wake up and now we're hooked together and he's only alive because he's being supported by my kidney, I have to legally let him use my kidney. I do, I do so he doesn't die because no, no, I don't, no, that's not no, a- No, you don't, no. Apparently, I, I don't. Well, if I have a kid, right? That needs, um, that needs a kidney, or he's gonna die if I don't give it to him, I legally have to give it to him. Otherwise it would be murder if I- No, 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 that's not- I a, don't have to do no, that either? No, you don't, no. Okay, well if I die, if I die and my organs can be used to help someone else, then legally they have to be harvested from my body so that no one else dies that needs them. That's, that's how it works. No, no. You have to, like, sign a waiver. No, look, we don't want women to have as much rights as a corpse, okay? Well, you know, God doesn't like abortion. So, so there. Blessings.
0: Welcome back to another disturbing episode of the Burning Eden Podcast. I am Bath, your suave, smooth, spicy Satanist.
2: And I'm Mel, your favorite big-titty heathen.
0: Yeah, you are. (laughs) So, Mel, uh, now that you and I are on Twitter, how are you enjoying it?
2: Well, funny you ask that, because on my very first day, I received a death threat from an angry white Mm. man. (laughs)
0: <laughs> I'm so proud of you.
2: Thanks. You know, I got to start strong. Uh, what about you? What have you done?
0: Uh, actually, I have also upset many white men, and I'm drinking their tears, and it gives me so much life.
2: Mm, it's very filling and healthy for you. 10 out of 10 would we'll do it again.
0: It upsets the calories from the babies that we eat, so it's a win win.
2: Mm. You know what? I wonder if babies are gluten free. Hmm. Hmm. Anyway, on this episode, we have Xander, a.k.a. Zandy 1990 from TikTok. What? Welcome. Hello. Welcome. Welcome you guys. Hello. Hello. Up? How
3: hello.
0: How
2: are <laughs>
3: <laughs> you? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. I'm trying not to die from my asthma right now, but other than that, oh. I'm doing oh. good. Oh, good to know. Right. Well, she I mean... gets the albuterol. <laughs> you Let me. me tell you about oh, Pray
2: knee pads. Praise knee pads. God damn
3: it. Pray that God breathes into my lungs, just like Adam.
2: <laughs> but never go ass to mouth, okay? God, God doesn't like that. <laughs> <laughs> what?
3: what's weird about that. You know, your
2: pink eye—that it's just not worth it. You know, yeah, pink
3: eye. So
0: <laughs> well, they say that beauty is in the eye of the beholder.
2: The brown eye. The brown eye.
3: Come <laughs> 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 oh, on! Damn it! <laughs>
2: god damn it well thank you for coming on our shitty show yeah, thank you for coming
3: <laughs> i'll come anywhere you guys want
2: i mean it's, 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 it's for me you know it's it's easier to clean up
0: <laughs> god damn it! thank you for being a bitch
2: <laughs> shut the fuck up anyway per tradition we would love the guest to read the bible verse of the day what do you have for us
3: Isn't
2: that nice? Amen. It's lovely. I, I love it's that. It's beautiful. Yeah, it's a happy yeah. ending.
0: It's not emotional blackmail at all no. or manipulation. <laughs> not,
2: not at all. Mm-mm.
0: Yeah. No. It's love. <laughs> it's, it, it is love. It's it
2: it is, is love. It's the best kind of love, you know. Oh yeah. Um, Damn it. Well, thank you for sharing that.
0: <laughs> of course. Amen. Amen. Uh, yeah,
2: I've I've heard that many times before on the TikTok. So, yes. <laughs> I don't
3: know about y'all, but yeah, y'all, y'all. That was a verse that uh, definitely haunted me as a child. That's why I picked it.
1: Mm,
3: there oh, you, you want to yeah. tell us a little more about that? Yes. Give us your <laughs> background
2: and your road how you got to where you are today, please.
3: Yeah. Um. So let's see. Uh, growing up, my parents grew up in Catholicism, mm. and the first memory that I have with um, fundamentalist Christianity was one day my dad came home and threw away all of my disney movies. God damn it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> God damn it.
3: So yeah, so Attack Mickey Mouse, you know. Mickey,
2: no, Mickey Mouse.
3: <laughs> Nowhere Nightmare uh, Before Christmas, um, oh. all that good stuff. Mm. So that was my first experience with the faith and um <laughs> At a very, very young age, I was always very fascinated by big ideas. So when I was told about, you know, the gospel and the stories in the Bible, I was just enthralled. And I wanted to know more. And I couldn't believe there was angels and demons. And I just read and read and I wanted to know more. And to the point where I was a four-year-old and I went to my dad and said, hey, why isn't Santa in the Bible? And he goes, cause Santa's not real. And I was just like, okay. Oh my God. I know. Ironic, right? Right. Santa's not real, but that guy is. Um, yeah, for sure. For sure. All this stuff is true though. Don't worry. (laughs) And then I pretty much was a little Bible thumper all my childhood. Yeah. In fact, so much so that on my mom's side of the family, um, they were not about religion or anything. And they would call me preacher boy. Oh. And Wait, yeah. how old were you? Six, seven. What the oh fuck? Oh my gosh. Yeah, because I was always talking to my ultra? cousins. <laughs> I was always talking to my cousins, like, you got to know God and there's a hell and da 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 da. da. And mm-hmm. their dad would come in and be like, cut that crap out. Stop it. Preacher boy. Holy Shut shit. Up. Oh. Yeah. So kind of a dichotomy there that he was like, telling me to stop telling them that stuff, but then also being an adult calling me names. (laughs) So, you know, and, uh, that pretty much continued until I turned 13. Mm -hmm. And when I turned 13, I didn't have any like revelations. I just had this like rebellious phase. Like Mm -hmm. I'm going to, I, I went to a Christian school from fourth grade to eighth grade. And that's a whole thing. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, like where? What was it? Sixth grade. We did a hide and seek game. Now, mind you, the teachers. With God. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Legend says he's still hiding. L- Jesus. Man. Jesus. Man. <laughs> yeah, but
3: literally, the teachers and the staff put this on for us where it was a quote unquote revelations last days hide and seek where there was the secret police and there was half the kids were that. And then the other kids were the Christians in the last days hiding for their lives. And if you got caught, you got publicly executed. What? I'm serious. This was a real complex, huh? They were playing school shooter. Like literally, uh, oh literally they let kids bring fake guns. I'm Jesus. not even kidding.
2: What the fuck?
3: <laughs> yeah, this is at a Christian school. Yeah, you know, chapel uh, days and normal pledging to the Christian flag and Bible class, all that good stuff. Wait, they have a flag? The Christian flag? The oh yeah, Christian that's a Christian flag. flag? I, have to, I have to look this up. The fuck is a Christian flag?
2: What the fuck does it even look? What? So it's uh-huh. the blue with a oh, red yeah. cross with the, it's white. Oh, that's so plain. What the fuck?
0: Well, God. that's stupid. why stupid?
2: Ex- <laughs> what, what would you expect? <laughs> yeah, you right. You right. You right.
3: <laughs> I didn't know there was a Christian flag. Yeah, I
2: didn't know either.
0: The more, yeah. You know...
3: So anyway. in all, yeah, in all those years of school, I had to pledge to the American flag and then the Christian flag, and then, uh, pretty wow. much, yeah, I went through that phase and then when i was in my rebellious phase i was like you know i'm gonna listen to marilyn manson and slipknot and i'm gonna draw <laughs> pentagrams on my teacher's whiteboards even though i knew nothing about mm. any kind of <laughs> theology or philosophy i just knew it you know it got a rise out of people right really? um, ironically That's enough so rebellious so <laughs> <laughs> edgy so oh my God! No, but what's funny though? What is funny is like I remember in my eighth grade year, I would leave a chapel day, and I would turn to all my peers, my classmates, and literally just talk out loud and go, "Hey guys, I'm going to hell. Any one of you guys want to help me out? Anyone of you guys want to actually do what they were talking about in there? Like I was like a real. Oh my like, God!
1: Yeah.
3: yeah, you know the signs for Satanists like were always there, like. Even in my younger years, before all that, everything I drew, every art that I liked, any like subject, it was always geared towards like dark imagery. Mm -hmm. Oh, my
0: friend Nathan, that's how he was when he was in high school. It was all like that. So let me ask you: uh, You kind of jumped from I was a Christian pr- preacher boy, and all of a sudden you're listening to Marilyn Manson. <laughs> so what? What changed there? What? What happened?
3: Yeah, that's a good question. What was so, wrong with you? you? Who hurt you? <laughs> who hurt you? Who hurt you? No, that, that's literally exactly what happened. Uh, my seventh grade summer, I was thinking about going and doing homeschooling for my eighth grade year my dad took me on this like father son bible bullshit out in colorado and he's (laughs) like we should homeschool you and make you even more religious and a zealot and extreme and Uh... i was like and and in my mind i was like that all sounds dumb but it sounds like less work so (laughs) sure and so i kind of was out of the school that I had been going to for a few years for a few months. And during that time, a rumor had spread around about me with all my friends.
1: Mm. And when
3: I came back, I found out about it. And so I had this real moment like, this is Christians. Like, this is how they treat people. I don't want anything to do with it. Yeah. And what's really interesting is when I told my parents that I was no longer going to be a Christian or follow that faith uh, when I when I was 13... It was Easter weekend, and when huh. they asked me why, this is where I was at then. I said, listen, I think all the stories are true. I think everything I've learned is true, but I can't say I'm a Christian and not forgive these people who did that, and I'm not going to forgive them, so therefore, I can't be that. So it's kind of crazy how like, at such a young age, like my theology was pretty it was pretty spot on, right. but uh, yeah. yeah, and they didn't know what to do with that. They were like, but...
0: Exactly. Yeah, you're kinda right. Like <laughs> Yeah, you're yeah. right. You're right.
3: <laughs> so you,
0: you believed in God at that point? Oh yeah.
3: Definitely. Okay. Yeah, because I was didn't still, want to associate with the religion. Yeah, because I was so indoctrinated. Like I didn't know anything else. Like I grew up with um Fox News. And oh, wow. uh Michael Savage, I don't know if you've ever heard of him, but that's like sounds familiar. I have not that's pretty extreme. It's like um like Rush Limbaugh on steroids. Oh, and shit. Oh. yeah, and that and like left behind movies and, uh, yeah. and that was my world. So I didn't really know anything else, you know, and so yeah. I just had this phase of like I'm mad, I'm mad at them, I'm mad at God, so I'm just not gonna do anything. Mm-hmm. and then that ended in a year, and I went right back to the religion, you know, oh, I was, yeah, because I was, you know, 13, and I had made dumb choices, like, you know, couple suicide attempts, and mm. popping pills, and it's that whole adage of, you know, like, oh, see, you're not with God, and your life turned to shambles, and it's, mm-hmm. I got sucked right back in, so that was when I was like 14, I like, came back to Christ, came back to God. Oh, and then God. I was like full-fledged. I was involved in youth ministry. I Shit. was going to missions trips to Mexico, to Ireland. I was doing what? street missions where I was talking to people at the mall. Like literally, I'd be going oh, up the street he's like, how's it going? Oh, no. You think about oh, where man. you go when you die? <laughs> Holy
0: shit, dude. I know, you would
3: have never thought, right? But like, yeah, that was that was my life. Like, I did that for years and I had a lot of different friends that I made and they all had um, different churches. So I like, I've been to Pentecostal churches. I've been to Baptist. I've mm-hmm. been to evangelical, um, non-denominational, like you name it. I've kind of had a little taste of what each church feels like. Mm-hmm. And then I would say... It was around 26. That's when it all came crashing down.
1: Mm.
3: And there's, yeah, there's a lot to that to unpack. Um, But basically I got married at 21. And I was very much your typical Christian who wants to get married so they can fuck. Mm. They're just like, I need this to happen. (laughs) Right, right. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, I got married. And then in my marriage we were involved with her grandfather's church. Like he had started this church and then he left and her parents were very involved in it. And so we were, mm-hmm. and we were leaders of the youth group. Okay. And at one point, um, my ex went to jail oh. for uh, huh. You can see where I'm going for soliciting two of those youth groupers. Oh, okay. Yeah. But but hold the phone. I still wasn't done with God or her or her. So, yep. So she went to jail for a short period of time for that. I took her back after that. And mind you, this whole time everyone's looking at me like, what the fuck are you doing? And <laughs> I just kept yeah, exactly. I just kept, I'm the noble husband who's, you know, taking back the harlot and I'm gonna make her right with God and yeah. I'm gonna be right with God and everything's gonna do us apart, right? Whatever bullshit. Uh-huh. Right? Uh-huh. Aye. Yeah, I and so uh then we had our daughter, my my little girl who's gonna be eight soon. Aww. And then it was about a year and a half after she was born that my ex was leaving me. And when she left and this was like the fifth time that she had like up and gone, like she had done it before Mm. and she had done it at times where like she, the first time she left, she like took all the money out of our bank account and took the car and left me with nothing. And there was a, yeah. And then when she left when we had our daughter, like she did that again. And I had like no money for diapers or food. And it was a shit show. And the last time she left, I remember going to her family, specifically her dad, who I had been really close to. Cause like when I was dating her, he would confide in me on like how to get close to his daughter, which was really sad, really sad. Um, And I went to him like, Hey, I need your help. Like I don't know what to do. She's leaving and she's left. And like, I don't want my, I don't want to lose my marriage. I don't want a broken home for our daughter. And pretty much everyone just washed their hands of the situation. Like her family, our church, everything. Everybody was just like, nah, we're good. And so, (laughs) so I pretty much um, became an alcoholic, totally like, went into major depression Um, and then it was after my getting arrested for like being drunk and yelling at people at my parents house and it was in front of my daughter that Mm. I later was like okay none of this is working like something's off something's Mm -hmm. wrong like there this this can't be with the way I've been taught if you do these things and it's all going to work out so I remember the first time I started reevaluating scripture and mind you, I, I do want to go back for a second to say that right before I had kind of lost everything when I still had like my marriage and I had my daughter and I was a Christian, I was a very arrogant Christian. Like mm-hmm. I was those people who are like, yeah, whatever. Well, you're going to burn in hell. So I don't care. Like mm-hmm. I really Never was seen like one before. yeah I was a total dick (laughs) what's wild though is that like I would have those little outbursts online with people like with atheists or people who didn't believe and then I would be having those moments where I would constantly be retelling bible stories in my head and doing apologetics to myself and going okay do I know what I believe and every time I got to some like major story in the bible of where I kind of went myself like that doesn't seem right. Like that doesn't seem good or moral. I would constantly have to go, well, he's God. So he's allowed to, like, that's where I ended up every time, every time I went down the rabbit hole of like, this doesn't make sense. I would end up at, well, he's God. So he's allowed to. And then when I finally was taking a step back and reevaluating scripture and looking at those stories again, I really looked at the Bible like, okay, what if this was a person? Like, what if this was just someone's dad, right. and I had to read about they did X, Y, Z? What's their What's their behavior patterns look like? And I was like, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> so like, it was never like a intellectual, <clears throat> like, oh, there just can't be. At first, it was completely the moral argument. Like, it was mm-hmm. totally the moral argument of like. I know how I want to live my life. I know how I want people to treat me, how I want to treat others. And this entity that's there, that's supposed to be all good. It was that whole paradox of all good, all knowing and all powerful. Right, and yet, right. This is the world we live in. Yeah. And I was like, there's no way. There's no fucking way. And then it just, just snowballed. Like I literally started listening to the atheist, atheist experience yes. all the I know. I know. Yes. I'm so jealous of you guys for meeting Matt. <laughs> I just say uh, uh, <laughs> suck the <laughs> suck it.
2: <laughs> Ooh, Daddy Seth, don't even get me started. So
0: how old were you when you started listening to the atheist experience?
3: Um tw- twenty-six? Okay. twenty six seven something like that. You're not and that long ago. No, no, like this is a pretty pretty Holy new shit. like it's definitely the newer part of my life than the majority of what I've lived through. Um, Wow. Yeah. And like, good for you. It's crazy. It's crazy. Like the more I've thought about, and it's crazy because like my wife, she lived a completely different life. Like (laughs) she's Jewish, like with culture, like they, you know, have that, but they're not religious at all. And so when I'll tell her stuff about like, yeah, I went to a play at six years old and saw Jesus get crucified, and then the grown up that was with, with, uh, with me whispered to me, "That's because of us, because of our sin. That's our fault." What? And then, oh yes. God. And then when I was like ten, and I went to a play with my friend and his family and, and my family, we watched a play about a family getting into a car crash, and then they get up oh. to the heaven's gates, and oh no, Daddy didn't accept Christ, so he's getting dragged oh. to hell, and. Oh. Oh. I swear, guys. I swear. I've seen
0: videos of that play, and a lot of people tell me that they've seen it. Is it Hel- like, Hell's
2: Gates, right, or something like that? I think
0: it's the, yeah. It might be that one.
2: Because I know there's a there's like a different uh, play. And Same you see thing. People getting dragged. People it, but yeah, that's.
0: Oh my. That's so traumatizing. The fucking like... manipulation, man. It's yeah. So. Scary.
3: Oh, and I I did forget to mention that. So when I was born, I was born with gastroschisis. That's um that. It, okay. Basically, it's where a fetus has the, um, their intestines outside their body, like their skin hasn't fully formed around their abdomen. And so they li- now it's very common as far as where they get to do the procedure and it's not as big a deal. But back mm. when I was born, it was like the doctor's like, yeah, he's going to die. He's not going to live. And so, yeah, there's this whole story my parents told me my whole life. Like, you're a miracle baby. You're a miracle baby. And they always said that. And then to follow up, they're like, and also the devil's been trying to kill you since you were born because you're going to do great things for God. So, like, as a kid, I'm always thinking, like, one, okay, so this demon's trying to kill me. That's cool. (laughs) And then, two, who knows if I die and I get to heaven, God's like, ah, psych, fuck you. Oh, my God. Yeah, so literally I always like like that rapture trauma people talk about right, when you walk in the room and you're like, fuck, like that. I went yeah. through that.
2: Oh my God. Uh, that's, oh, yeah,
3: yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> so that's a wow. nutshell. I mean, there's definitely, you know, little parts in there that we could go over. But um, yeah, that's a nutshell. Like once I started going down the rabbit trail, oh, and I will say, I will say this when I first, first was kind of leaving my faith, the first thing I looked into was Satanism. Mm
2: -hmm. So Mm
3: -hmm. I bought the Satanic Bible. Okay. And I read it. Um, Ironic because back in my like preaching days, I would throw away Satanic Bibles. And I thought I was doing something so great. (laughs) What drew you to that? What? The, The Satanic Bible. That's a great question. So all my life, I've always geared towards dark things. Like, always. They've always fascinated me. Mm -hmm. Then, I was told, you know, at a young age that Satan's real and he's trying to kill you. Then, I became a horror fan when I was, like, 18. Yeah. And Um, and I was a Christian, you know? But I was mm -hmm. super into horror. Like, my first favorite horror movie was The Strangers. And Mm -hmm. I had Christian friends that were like, you shouldn't watch that. And I'm like, eh, it's a fucking movie, so shut up. (laughs) And... I loved it. So everything was building up to let me find out what this boogeyman is all about mm-hmm. that I've been told to be afraid of. Right. Like, gotcha. like what is it? Because obviously I'm drawn to things like this and I've been told that it's bad my whole life. So what is it? And literally as soon as I started reading it, I was like, Oh shit. Yep, Amen. <laughs> literally and then when i went to tell my well my parents found out so i started posting Uh on social media when i would like read things or i would like see a statue take a picture and be like this looks like lilith to me and like just you know little hints Mm -hmm. and they approached me one day and they're like so are you getting into this satanism stuff and i was like yeah i am and my mom flip the fuck oh, out. No. I mean, <laughs> cussing, screaming in my face. And I, I stayed so calm. Mm-hmm. Like I wasn't emotional at all. In fact, it was a weird moment for me. Cause I was like, Oh, I'm usually doing what you're doing. And for the first time I'm the calm one. And this feels really powerful. Like this is kind of great. Cause you're yeah. really emotional and I'm not. And at one point she said, get the fuck out of my face and get out of my house. Ooh. And she told me that this was, I had just started my sobriety. So like right after I had gotten arrested, mm-hmm. I decided to do two years with no alcohol at all. Okay. And we were going through our divorce still. And I made it part of our like divorce agreement that I had to test every week for two years. And I had to be yeah. clean. And if I wasn't, I would have my daughter taken away. And like, I made that rule. Like I told my lawyer, I want that in there because I never wanted to go through that again with my daughter. I was like, this is the only way I'm going to be accountable and like right. not be there. Right. So I had just started my sobriety. I'm going through a divorce and I'm living by myself. And my mom's like, get the fuck out of my face and out of my house. And I remember I was driving home and I thought, okay, every other time we've been in this position, we've always gone to self-destructive behaviors whether they were attempted suicide attempts or drinking or whatever. But I was like, okay, today's your first test. Like, can you have a sound mind? Like, can you mm-hmm. prove that you don't need faith? Right. Can you do this? And I did. I just literally went home, sat on my porch, did deep breathing, thought a lot, did a lot of contemplating. And then eventually, like, they came around and we talked more. But, um, yeah, that was a wild, wild moment. And. Damn. So I really um, delved into Satanism, promoted it a lot, and then my family went from hating me for it to ridiculing me and teasing me about it like constantly,
1: constantly.
3: yeah, and they would always do the same old like, you know, why do you why do you say Satan if you don't believe in him? And I, I just I got so tired of trying to explain that shit. I swear to God. yeah I was like, you're never gonna fucking get it, so no. whatever. Yes, I love Satan, and me and him have sex, and that's what we do. Okay.
0: Yes. Like thing he does
2: with his tongue.
0: What did you (laughs) just marry him, Sander? No. I'd marry you. Oh, my favorite. My favorite
3: was my My mom. (laughs) My favorite is my mom. Always used to say, before I met my wife. Now. She's like, you're never going to find a nice girl when you're always posting all that horrid shit and like Satanism stuff and all this stuff. Like, you're never going to have like, you know, a, a nice woman to be with. And like, my wife's like the best person ever. And, Suck it, mom. Yes. Oh, my God. Seriously. Aww. Seriously. Where, where,
2: where did you meet your, your wife? Tinder. Ah, yeah.
3: That hey, found me a good slut.
2: That's right. Sluts are the best. <laughs> nice. I'm telling you.
3: Hey, I was a slut, so you know. I mean, we're good. Was is?
2: I'm a slut for one person, okay.
3: (laughs) Pretty much, yeah.
2: I love it. I met my husband on OkCupid, Cupid, so I feel you.
3: Not on Christian Mingle.
2: Not on Christian or (laughs) farmers like. oh man I'm tempted to make a new profile just troll the fuck out of them oh my god oh,
3: <laughs> he's so great.
2: the dream
3: oh he's so great
2: <laughs> so is yeah. your, was your wife also a satanist
3: no not at all um she was she pretty much like she knew all about it um mm-hmm. she <laughs> she grew up in Iowa oh. and she, exactly Ooh. and she's Jewish and so mm. she experienced a whole different side of things than I did, because she was a person who was not religious, but who was constantly being ridiculed, um, you know, people being anti-Semitic. Right. And, mm. um, you know, that was her experience. And like Bible Belt people were like, totally different. And it's so funny, because like, when I was growing up in the church, Jews were always like revered. Like, it was this, like, unspoken, like, we're cool, but, like, Jews are the chosen people. Wish we were them. Like, that was the, like, overall consensus of people that I was around. And when I told my wife that, she did not believe me at all. She's like, no, they didn't. I'm like, no, I'm serious. Like, literally, when a Jewish person would come around and they were, like, from there, everyone that I knew was like, Oh my God, did you see blah, blah, blah. Like it's, it's fucking sad, but it's true. And uh, she experienced, you know, the white hood type of Christians. Like Mm. exactly. Yeah. So she didn't believe me at first until she met some of them and she's like, Oh no shit. You were right. Um, But she's crazy. Like when she was in middle school, she took some kid's Bible and ate it, put it in her mouth. And was like in <laughs> the devil, blah! like she's fucking bad. shit! Her.
2: Why are we not friends? Like, <laughs> I, <know, right? laughs> <laughs> I
3: yes, want to marry her. <laughs> she's amazing. Aww. Yeah. So no, but it's funny because when my when she first met my mom, um, and we were just friends when she met my mom, mm-hmm. um, my mom was like, "So what do you think about all this Satan stuff?" And Xander and Ingrid's like, "I think it's cool." She's like, "Anton Levay had some good ideas."
2: Mm -hmm. and
3: my mom was very taken back and that's something that used to drive my parents crazy too because they would try and like bash Anton LaVey and I would always tell them guys I don't give a shit because he was just a man I'm like even if he did do or say stupid things I can actually objectively say it because I don't have to worship him and think everything he does is perfect right like Ah. you're not
0: I met people who tell me that like they they really think that Satan is worship and don't or that you see him as a as a holy person or whatever as a messiah and i'm like no there are some things i
3: do disagree with yeah know. and there's even know. things like you can find books that were written before him where you're like oh i can see where you got that from or maybe yeah. even like ripped off but like even mm-hmm. then it's like who cares it's literally just a dude it's just a yeah. book it's got some good stuff that's it mm-hmm.
2: yep Yep. 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 Are yeah. you, are you part of TST
3: or? Well, uh, no, I'm not. I never actually became a member or anything. I pretty much um, self-subscribed and like self-identified as a Satanist for a okay, while. Cool. And then I will say that like it was a few years back where I still have some really close friends who are part of the church and they're Christians.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm.
3: One of whom is literally my lifelong friend, we grew up together. We've never not known each other. Um, He's still a part of the church. Um, Another one of my really close friends, I've known him since I was like 17. Him and I just had a conversation on Instagram the other day, because he was really upset about me posting about the nonsense of the power of prayer. But we had a good discussion. Um, But I will say, because I have those close circles, there was a minute where I felt a lot of backlash. And like, not just my close friends, but like, their spouses and things like that okay. where i would see them less and less so i kind of backed off and i was like alright not i'm gonna not gonna push as much as i was um and i don't know what i would really say now i think that i always say i support satanists and i love the ideology and the ideas and i'd say right now i would just identify as atheist
2: okay okay um, that's that's fair i like that. yeah i like that sweet. <laughs> um, so, what, in your opinion, what are some things you find problematic about Christianity?
0: The
3: clothes. Ah! <laughs> Do we have two hours? I'm sorry, I wanted to go with the most like innocuous, stupid right. thing. <laughs> the hairdos. The, hair <laughs>
2: the bangs. The hats they wear. <laughs> Oh
3: my god. <laughs> um honestly, I I had this discussion with one of my buddies who he's agnostic. Mm-hmm. He he doesn't really get why I'm so um vocal about my atheism. Um but he also didn't grow up with religion.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: But we've had this discussion a lot and I feel like everyone should be striving for truth. And like what is the truth and especially on what really happened right with past Mm -hmm. events or anything or or what can we do what modes of transportation are we going to make that will better our society and i feel like (laughs) religion is just the biggest catch-all for the dumbest fucking ideas there are and yes. it completely yeah. eradicates people's rationale and confirmation mm-hmm. bias runs rampant and they make the dumbest claims with no basis and it ruins mm-hmm. it for everybody yeah yeah so i mean that's well, like xander xander you, you gotta have faith yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my god I, I sense so, that well. you have no faith yeah you know, literally, literally th-
3: the it. discussion I had the other day. My friend, I said we were talking about prayer, and I said, "Okay, so you have person A who prays to the Christian God, and you have person B who prays to another God. They both get their prayers answered. Who's the right one?"
0: He mm-hmm. didn't. Answer-
3: and then what did he say, <laughs> "He goes, um, faith doesn't need evidence." And I was like, <laughs> "Right." So then we're still <laughs> in the same position, dumbass. <laughs>
0: Dude, that is what Matt DeLahani says, right? You know, faith is the excuse people give when they don't have good evidence or a good reason for their beliefs. Yeah. Yeah. I like that definition.
3: Yeah, I had to learn that one about um, when Matt talks about that and people try to throw the – you trust or you, you have faith your car is going to start this and that. And it's like, exactly. no, no, no. It's called trust based off of past experiences and things uh-huh. we've observed. It's not
0: Repeatable. just. Yeah, you can repeat it. Right. You can examine it. We have evidence that we can review and we can most likely predict it. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, exactly. Well, uh, and I
3: think Mel to tack on to what your question was is, I mean, this is kind of the perfect time to, to talk about that. Look what's happening right now. Like mm-hmm. with Roe versus Wade. I mean, yes. and I'll, I'll be honest, guys, like even as an atheist for years, I had a really hard time coming over to the pro-choice side. And like my wife can tell you that her and I had many discussions mm-hmm. like back and forth. And like I would go back to um, Christopher Hitchens quote. I don't know if you know it, but in a rough um, kind of like what he said was, I think it's more of like a societal thing that we need to look at and not just like a woman's choice. It was very much as a humanist forward thinking that his statement was, and I would fall back on that. But I mean, what's happening right now, I don't know if you guys saw that video on Instagram, but it was that guy shouting at the protesters Mm. who are saying my body, my choice. And he goes, no, your body's my body. Yep you're gonna have my baby like that gave me chills when i saw
2: it that is the quiet part out loud and i've never thought i've never had so many dark thoughts about how to kill a man (laughs) before in my life like (laughs) the fucking caucasity of that motherfucker like i i've i'm so my eye was twitching the entire fucking day after i saw that video i'm like i I need to get off of the internet because i'm about to snap
3: literally my heart dropped and i was like oh shit like that's what's coming like that's what's out there yep um that's scary
2: it's it's it's
3: yeah
2: fucking christian white christian nationalism i'm telling you they're coming for contraception next they're they're trying to make i think it's louisiana one of the fucking you know hillbilly states um they're coming for condoms you know like
3: like what the fuck man oh yeah Oh, and I got one for you guys. I actually, when I was a Christian and a teenager, I was part of an abstinence group where oh we were God. a we were a dance and drama group. Oh no! Ah, and, oh yeah! Oh yeah! <laughs> I,
0: wish,
3: I, wish, <laughs> I wish I had the videos still because uh-huh. I was part of the drama uh-huh. and uh huh. And I kid you not, um, I lost my virginity while I was a part of that group. Stop. <laughs> to my ex-wife oh, oh, so you know
0: yeah, yeah the
3: is a thing.
0: Work. that is fucking hilarious
2: god damn it yeah I was like going work. to schools like
3: you kids don't have sex but I'm gonna do it right after this like, don't listen to me <laughs> do as I say so not as I do it was <laughs> <There's laughs> <being> a perfect <laughs> example of god right
2: I'm just showing oh, you. Yeah, I'm probably. showing you what not to do. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Don't kill babies. I'm gonna drown five
2: million of them. Right. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you to smash their heads against rocks. You know, it's, it's fine. It's fine because if it's God fine. does it it's fine.
0: Exactly. <laughs> oh God. So when you were in the church around that age, um, what other toxic things did you see? Or did oh you gosh. Like- See, now that you're out of it, you can see it from a different, you know, lens, I mean,
3: right? you name it, like, any part of your <laughs> life, of it. right? Like, I mean, I will tell you that um, as far as, like, trauma goes, my relationship to my sexuality and sex, that took so many years to mm. get out of shame and guilt. Mm. Uh, yes. Okay. You know, I mean, my story, I was abused as a kid and then having to go through that. And then when I became a teenager and hormones are raging and constantly, like I remember one time when my dad um, found internet porn on my computer and literally took me out to the living room and sat me on the couch. And he said, it's like, you're worshiping a body part right now. That's what you're doing. Don't you understand that? That's like, if I put a statue of an ear up here right now, you're worshiping that. And, Ironically, my dad has always partaked <laughs> and always been rampant with internet porn and. Lust. I was
2: gonna say I, well, I want to see course. his internet browser history. Oh you know, my like? gosh!
3: <laughs> well, that's the thing. So this is kind of like it's it's funny, but it's also like sad because like when I was a kid, and we had like one of the first computers out there, mm-hmm. and I'm getting on the computer, and there's like this little icon of this woman's face. And I was like, what is this? I don't know what this is. I didn't see it. I didn't see it. But um, I told my mom and she saw it. And then I saw her get on the phone with my dad. My dad literally came home. Okay. My dad came home. He went into his bedroom. And when him and my mom were done talking, they brought my sister and I in. And my dad looked like a broken fucking man. And he was in tears. And he was just like, I thought about killing myself and to see like, that's what you, that's how you treat sex like that. Mm. And then after that, like I, I growing up, idolized my dad. Now I'm estranged from my parents. I don't talk to any of them. I don't talk to my sister. That's a whole other story. But, um, as a kid, I idolized him and I like Mm -hmm. respected him so much. And I'll never forget. We left their room and I was really taken back. Like, wow, dad looks broken. And my sister who was a teenager at the time did not get along with him. And she literally goes, that's your perfect little dad right there for you. And I'll never forget that. Cause it was just like, mm. God, my, like everything around me is so destructive, you know? Right. Um, and then to grow up into that, like when I was previously married, I used to go to men's accountability groups every week where you sit around and talk about when you jerk off and when you lust and what? yeah it's so great um, oh, and I what? even had I even had a um, parental type filter on my phone so that every time I tried to visit a site or look at something my spouse would get an email telling me <gasps> fuck?
1: Fuck? yes what and
2: fuck? This,
3: was uh, heavily, this was heavily endorsed no. by our church and by people oh, around no. us everyone's like yeah you should do that that's good that- yeah
2: that's so toxic. Oh, my God. Oh,
3: well, it's so bad. I mean, there's so many things, right? I mean, I watched people break their backs for the church, and the, ter- the church totally just used them and spit them out. You know, mm-hmm. like, as no. soon as they needed help or they were going through a hard time, the church was like, yeah, you kind of are giving us a bad name, so bye. Like, <sighs> I mean, you name it. it's The church is so <laughs> rampant with That's all pretty much a majority of the stories that
0: we've heard here on this podcast yeah. uh they've been like that that the church has used them and then once the you know they want to go their own way or they think differently all of a sudden they're like yeah f- go away fuck you yeah
3: right. Right. right yeah and i even had that um i had a discussion with um there's an old um, he's not, I wouldn't call him a friend. He's an acquaintance. We, we met each other a while ago. We were going to be in a band a long time ago and we still are on each other's social medias. And we hit each other up on Instagram because he posts like really inflammatory Christian bro memes. And, Mm -hmm. and I, 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 Oh, it's very weird. (laughs) We'll have to send you some. They're really weird. Yes, please.
2: They're very (laughs) weird.
3: Um, but we go back and forth on it. Um, and I'm sorry, Baph, what did you just say right now? i'm trying to remember what you just said But what oh right before i was telling this i'm just forgetting it now um shoot oh i don't know how,
0: how the church let's was... rewind the tape <laughs> <laughs> i don't know
2: like how the church is shitty when you leave and that, that oh yeah, yeah.
3: so nah, I that? That yeah. yeah yeah fuck it <laughs>
0: Oh no, sorry. I don't remember. (laughs) God damn it. (laughs) In one job, one job.
2: (laughs) God damn it.
3: No, but it's true. Yeah. As far as like when they use you, when they want you, and then they dump you when you're not of any use to them anymore.
2: So when, when you left the church, was that your experience as well?
3: Um, yeah. Mm, I mean, I literally have, I think two friends that were from my past everybody else and the ones that have come back around are the ones who have also left so yeah, like
2: there there's
3: yeah. there's friends i have where we did missions trips together in ireland and they've also left the church and they'll hit me up and we'll have like a little chit chat like god wasn't that terrible mm-hmm. um like okay. and i'll be honest like when i first left the church i had a lot of moments of guilt Mm because um like when i went to ireland we went to this neighborhood that was really low income and that's what you do when you're in christianity you target people who are down and out right because they're ready to receive the word Mm. um Mm -hmm. it's not emotional manipulation at all guys come on it's fine
0: god
3: works in mysterious ways (laughs) (laughs) i'll never forget we were in this neighborhood and i'm a teenager and we're preaching at these kids and we're hosting a Vacation Bible school for the children. And this old man comes up and he yells at us and he goes, there's a church on every corner in this country. We have Protestants, we have Catholics. He's like, if you really want to help these kids, help them get out of the situations they're in right now. And Mm -hmm. I will never forget that because I still know people from Ireland that I preached to that are in the faith now. And Uh I had a lot of time where I had guilt where I was like, shit, like I didn't do anything to help any of those people. I just no. did my little song and dance and then got on the plane and went the fuck home. It's performative, um, you know, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. So I had to work through that too.
2: Mm. Fuck. Um, when you were deconstructing was, what was the biggest struggle for you?
3: The constant idea of what if I'm wrong and I go to hell forever and ever. And it's like oh. the silliest thing when you're not in religion, but when you grow up with it, it is so fucking real. And right. no matter what you do, no matter how many times you go, okay, I've used logic and none of that's real. I'm good. Literally the next second you're like, Oh, but fuck, what if I go to hell? Like, <laughs> that's traumatizing. Yeah, it's,
0: so ingrained and indoctrinated. How did you overcome just... that?
3: What What was something that helped you with that? If I remember right, I think it was Seth Andrews yes Um, daddy's nice i know i know (laughs) like the holy trinity building right now um (laughs) but uh yeah it was i think it was someone who asked him that specifically on a on a panel Mm. and they were like i deal with this where i constantly go but what if it's real and Mm. and his um, response was basically all you do in that moment is go down the rabbit hole of what makes the most sense what What is yeah. the biggest possibility? And since you already come this far, you already have a lot of tools to be able to knock things down and finally come to, okay, yeah, that, that's not going to be the case. Um, and I use that a lot because it, it definitely, I even had a TikTok about it uh, mm-hmm. when I first started making them. It was like, you know, um, the fear of rapture, something else. And at the very end, it was like, but what if you're wrong? Because, <laughs> yeah, all of us that like, Leave it's a huge part of it, like get, beating down that thought.
2: Right. Right. Um, how long That's have you awesome, been on TikTok? Yeah.
3: Since last April.
2: Last April. Okay. How many times have you been banned?
3: <laughs> I have not been banned yet, this <laughs> <so> motherfucker.
1: <laughs> oh no, 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 no.
3: Well, just wait. Me, I just,
0: just wait I, till next week. Just I
3: wait till to next to week. <laughs> You know, I, I do like that, like, I'll hit him with, like, a totally different topic joke and mm. a different... And then all of a sudden, bam! <laughs> blasphemy! Blasphemy.
2: <laughs> it's surprise blas- <laughs> blasphemy,
3: okay? Surprise, motherfucker! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, I will say the last one that I got taken down, though, um, it was... Oh, it was so sad. I was so sad oh. because... Um, it was that, you know, that audio, the you go big boy, big boy, big pee-pee. you know that audio? No. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Okay. It's, it's used for like dudes who get in their lifted trucks. And it's like, uh... it's this audio of like, you go big boy with a oh big peepee. You go. <laughs> and there was a truck here in Arizona. I shit you not. The entire truck, the decal of all of it was Trump the oh. we the people oh. um guns i mean and they had the pirate flag thing that everyone's doing oh, of course. Course. so i did that audio and i filmed the truck and unfortunately you can't say cracker on tiktok because oh, it's God. hate speech which you know let's talk <laughs> about how that what?
2: works right
3: and uh <laughs> so i put cringe cracker and it was taking off like it had like 70,000 views shit. very quickly and then boom it was gone and i was like no and that's then amazing. i i covered the word cracker and i reposted it sure enough it stayed up but by that time no one gave a shit right, so i was like right. oh. but that's like that's oh, the yeah. last time i've had something taken down um god damn it. it's been a minute it's been a minute since i've had any heat from tiktok
2: like for for me <sighs> like ever since the whole announcement of the roe v wade thing i've Mm -hmm. i've given up on trying to be nice and civil and so most of my shit gets taken down because i'm harassing and bullying them apparently which i I get but i'm tired of fucking christians i don't give a fuck i want to normalize telling christians (laughs) to shut the fuck up and sit the fuck down Mm -hmm. so but yeah Yeah, yeah. it's necessary it it is it is especially when they don't fucking belong on women's bodies or anybody's body really
3: Yeah, no, it was, it was last, it was last April. I was like, the pandemic was going and Mm -hmm. I downloaded it again. And the last time I had had it, it really was like the dance app, right? Like just a bunch of teenagers dancing. (laughs) And I remember when I got it and I was like, this sucks. I miss Vine. And then I know. Right. And then when I got it again, my wife's like, there's a lot of good stuff on there. You should check it out. And I just did the whole like crackhead binging TikTok for five hours.
2: (laughs) Yep. And, yep. yep.
3: and she was like you know you should maybe make them and it was actually like I totally give a credit to her because she's the one who pushed me because yeah. she's like you should make them and I was like uh and I did that whole like I don't know what I do <laughs> <laughs> and then she was oh, like just yeah. fucking do it dude and so I did and uh yeah here I am now I never so, I literally never thought I'd hit a thousand followers never
2: yeah um, did you start out making you blasphemy, have? or was it like cringy dance moves, like me? Like
3: it wasn't cringy dance moves, but like I had a reaction. I'll send you guys some of my earliest ones. Yeah. I do have, <laughs> I do have one that I sent my wife before I posted it, and I was like, "What do you think?" She's like, "No, <laughs> <laughs> ah, that's a, ah, no," oh, and. No. <laughs> I'm saving it for like when I hit like a certain follower amount where I'm going to be like this is what I started with. Oh, um, how many followers do you have now? Um I think I'm at 13,200.
0: Nice. Uh, nice. I yeah. can't even
3: get to 10k, dude. My well, TikTok is banning you. True. It's not your fault.
2: My my main account back in 2020, we like I think the most I got was like 26,000 and that's when oh, they yeah. they cut me. They cut me. Ugh, <tough>. But my recent video with uh, Gidget hit, uh, what, what did I say, like 670,000 views. So I'm at like 3,500 now. So
3: oh, um, snipe.
2: people like me spinning my fat pussy around it. It happens. <laughs> it happens. Okay. <laughs> ah, 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 ah. <laughs> I give the people what they want, you know?
3: That's why you have a cat, just so you can make those jokes.
2: That's right. That's And she's a chunky bitch. <laughs> and, you know, so am I. So... <laughs>
0: <laughs> so question have you found
3: community in tiktok mm. big time big okay. time um i mean not only you guys but like mm. um untestimony yes um, i remember when i was first going on uh jeff tiktok please don't ban me like when i was first going on to his yeah. lives I was loving it. I was like, this is yes. amazing. Um, gosh, now there's like too many to name now deconstructed dad un Jesus yes. follower. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. I, there's so many and it, it has been one of the coolest journeys and best parts of all of it was to like, see all these people making great jokes, um, great content. And then also like hearing their stories, you know, like the serious moments are great too. Um, right i'm friends with a good godless um yeah gg we're friends on we're friends on instagram and like we hit each other up all the time yeah and having that soundboard and that community is huge it's it's so Mm -hmm. nice it's a it's really a
2: and where were you during the convention sir I was there. at this fucking job that I got
3: fired from. God damn it! <laughs> no, <laughs> 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 I like, motherfuckers!
2: Fucking I could have been it. hanging out with you guys. I know.
3: know. Uh, yeah.
2: <laughs> Stupid stulting.
3: Well, so literally, yeah, that's literally where I was at. I was uh damn. in training, um, before I like got on the into my house because it's at home at home job mm-hmm. so I was at training I was so sad I remember when all of you were on the panel we got oh, in man. the car and I was literally going through each one of your lives and <laughs> my, wife, my wife's driving and she's like why are you tapping the hearts like that so many times <laughs> And I was like, because I'm so happy for all of them. I was like, this is so awesome. And then I, and then I looked at her and I was like, I want to be on that panel next year. She's Heck like, yeah. okay, man. Okay. Yeah. I mean, because I,
2: I told them, I'm like, every year, I, hopefully they will have us back or have like the TikTok panel portion back, but each year have different guests because each yeah. person is different. Each situation, each experience is different. So I think that would be amazing. So yeah. I hopefully they'll because next year totally. it's in Phoenix, Arizona. So oh,
3: I will be there. So and yeah, you better prepare your livers. I swear.
2: Uh. I prepare my anus.
3: Daddy likes his what? booze. What? 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 what?
2: Listen. <laughs> <laughs> Is it surprise butt sex if you don't yell surprise?
3: Oh, oh my god. <laughs>
2: What Just the bite fuck? the pillow, we're, I'm going and dry, okay? It's cold Rape. That is my new trivia name, by the way. <laughs> it's What's
0: called that?
3: Rape, now.
2: Bite by the, the pillow. pillow, I'm going and dry.
3: <laughs> I like it. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> my I God.
0: It. No, seriously,
3: I cannot <laughs> okay. wait for that. I definitely want to hang out with you guys and hit up some bars and have a good time.
2: Okay, so much fucking fun.
3: The oh. liver is evil and
0: it must be punished. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Punish me, Daddy. <laughs>
3: Oh, my God. Oh,
2: yeah. God damn it. Anyway. um, Okay, so one last question for you. What advice would you give somebody who is either thinking about, like, leaving the faith or, like, starting to now deconstruct their faith?
3: I would say the best piece of advice I could give is exposure. Um, And what I mean is that they get their eyes and their ears on as much material as they can and especially mm-hmm. things that like stimulate them. Like for me, it really was Matt Dillahunty and um, Seth Andrews because their mode of speaking and how they break things down. I love learning like that. Mm-hmm. So I already liked learning like that. So to hear that topic being discussed like that was huge for me because I was already oh, yeah. tuned in by how they talk. So now yeah. I'm like, okay, what? And and then also. I used comedy a lot of times. Sometimes I would watch mm-hmm. comedy specials like Ricky Gervais. Yes. Um, yep. I mean, you name it. If And especially, like, I've always been like that. If you can make me laugh, you can make me think. So mm-hmm. if you make yeah. a joke about something, even if I revere it and I I laugh, it gives me a second to go, oh, but wait, there's, a, there's something there. Like, there's a point being made and am I catching it? Mm-hmm. Um, yep. So I think that's the best advice I could give is, like, literally give yourself freedom to be able to expose yourself to as many things as you can so that you can at least have a better understanding of what's out there.
0: Yeah. For me, it was George Carlin. Oh, she... I miss him. Oh my gosh. I, I fucking love George Classic. Carlin. And I was so sad when he died, but. I mean, he
2: was, he was right back then. Like, I, and I'm truly curious on what he would say now, if he was alive now, like,
0: well, he, oh, he he talked about abortion too. Like when I mean, he said, "Have you noticed how people who are against abortion are people you don't want to fucking the first." I <laughs> <month?" Yeah. Yep. laughs> did hear he that says, one. He says, "When you're yes. pre, how is it? When you're preborn, you're you're. I forget how it goes. You know, I want the Christian,
3: You're fucked. I want the Christians, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, want the Christians like to answer the question I've always asked them: Is isn't mm-hmm. abortion just a fast track to heaven?" That's what I said, I'm like,
2: if okay, so if all babies go to heaven, then what's the fucking problem? Give God full custody oh, God. we're We're doing like, the Lord's work, honestly,
0: yeah, come on, you know the other thing is that you can add is if God has a plan, right? Mm. would it be his plan to create a baby that he knows is gonna be aborted, like.
3: Yep. I don't but know. There's, but there's free will bath. Free
1: will. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so Something free will.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Let me just slap like the that? free will sandwich. <laughs> <idea>. <laughs> uh,
0: I almost sounded like a deathcore vocalist. <laughs> Say what? <laughs> <laughs> oh,
3: my God. My friend
0: Xander <laughs> here likes deathcore.
3: We still like them, though. You know, uh, uh, I like deathcore, <laughs> too. Ooh. I'm just not so close-minded on
2: death.
3: Ooh, <laughs> <damn>.
2: <laughs> it's
0: okay. I won't hold it against you. Don't you dare. Ooh, Unless it's something else. Hey,
2: can I watch?
0: <laughs> oh, I will hold it against you. <laughs> God damn it. In the well, pit. In the pit. Ah. It's safe there. There will be consent involved, for sure.
2: <laughs> consent is toxic. <easy. laughs> so, when it, uh, when, I, I lied. One, one more question, Ed, but this is my curiosity. What is your sure. favorite horror movie?
3: Oh, my God. Okay. Ooh. Someone asked me this the other day. I have a really hard time narrowing it down because I do it by genre. So, okay. like, but if I really had to choose, like, gun to my head, I would say The Exorcist
2: yes yes okay all
3: right all right it's just so fucking good yes i agree and it's my favorite genre of horror i like spiritual demon I all that good stuff
2: fucking love like demon possession movies like oh my <gasps> don't even get me started it's sexy conjuring it is.
0: conjuring the yes.
2: conjuring like insidious like th- that yes. that universe i adore oh, yeah. it
3: oh yeah like Facts
2: fucking Evil Dead. I have a tattoo of Bruce Campbell on my calf, and I Never fucking love him. Dead. He's the reason why I like love older men. Not gonna lie. So fucking oh god, he's so sexy. Anyway, <laughs> sorry. Um, but yeah, no, I fucking love. Oh, oof. anyway, um, I fucking love like the old eighties campy like Hell fucking yeah. uh, Reanimator. Um, have Have you
3: ever seen Society?
2: i have not what oh
3: you're in for a trip on that one that's Ooh. an old 80s one okay. it's very much like it feels like a pepsi commercial from the 80s for okay. like the literal like third like three-fourths of the movie and mm. then the last part is the most disgusting cronenberg images <gasps> cronenberg. That you can
2: imagine
3: it's yes. pretty gross
2: i like it i like it though i like gore yeah um have you ever seen um eraserhead
3: no i that's, want to that's
2: a fuck like you want a mind trip and like what the fuck is going on there you go no it's probably so my favorite like but
0: it's so weird like, i just I can't seen it. <laughs> oh. but yeah i haven't seen any movies honestly you
2: don't watch tv bitch like he's so stupid yeah <laughs> i've asked
0: him
3: that on his lives i'm yeah. like what's your favorite he's like i don't watch tv boomer i
2: go outside <laughs>
3: <laughs> well fuck you
0: guys <laughs>
2: Tell me when and where. I mean, <laughs> goddamn it. Well, thank God, well, that's good. Damn to that. Uh, David, I'm it. I
0: do sometimes watch uh, like Netflix shows. I recently finished Ozark. Holy shit! I saw a commercial oh, yeah. for that.
2: Finally, it looks
0: interesting. Great fucking show. You got to watch it. Ozark. It is good. Bateman is amazing. Yes. Did you watch the whole thing? I have not. I have not finished it. Oh, the season finale is out and the second part to the last season is out. I better go do that. Mm-hmm. You better fucking do that. You know that. What
2: another good Netflix one was? Was um The Haunting of Bly Manor? No, wait.
0: Hill House? No, Hill House. Hill House?
2: Yeah. Bly, no, Bly yeah. Manor was okay. Hill House yes. scared the fuck out of me. I, I totally
3: agree. Hill House oh. was oh. amazing and it also and has-, has ghosts everywhere. Yes. And yeah, it has Carla Gugino, like- which like, you know, She's is, is that a major the mom? crush. You guys know who that is? Is, 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 is that the no. mom? What?
2: In that, in that show? I don't
3: know anything. Carla <laughs> Gugino. Hello? She's from yeah, you're City. Um, oh, I, I don't know. Spy Kids.
2: Yes, I have a major crush on her.
3: Oh, yeah. Her. Carla so what? Gugino?
0: Mm-hmm. She's gorgeous. Oh, there she is. Uh-huh.
3: Just yeah, fun. I don't know
0: huh. her.
2: And the guy, the the husband, was the kid from E.T.
3: Oh, I'm that's really? right.
2: And I'm like, I know that motherfucker. Where is he? From? And the motherfucker was from the the kid in E.T.
3: Another great. Okay, film. yeah, I had no idea. I
2: recently, for the first time ever, watched E.T. Like a like, couple months ago. I've never watched E.T. <laughs> Ugh, sheltered. Yeah. Child. it's fine. I showed it to my
3: girls. They loved it.
2: Oh,
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> they yeah. love shit like that. Fucking. yeah! I don't fucking I don't fucking know anything about movies. It's just
2: movie, yeah, dumb. <laughs> uh, I want to go outside. I want to you know make friends. Dude, I want to play with puppets. I go to concerts <laughs> like all the puppets. fucking
0: time, dude.
3: <laughs> Shut the fuck up! <laughs> you know what? I'm, I'm just jealous. Okay, that's the only reason I'm making comments about the puppets is because oh. I'm jealous. Oh, I'm, I'm jealous, jealous as fuck. Which
0: oh, I know.
2: I want. I'm telling you, I want a puppet, but with detachable boobs.
1: That's fantastic.
2: <laughs> Can dream because i really wish that was real life because let me tell you how fucking heavy these motherfuckers are like oh uh, yeah
1: <laughs> anyway.
0: all right my friend well I appre- we appreciate you sharing your story yes. with us yeah uh, thank you thank, thank you, you guys, guys so much. for having me on i
3: can't wait to meet y'all
2: oh
3: yeah oh my god and where can we find you uh you guys can find me on tiktok and instagram um, I believe I have my TikTok uh, linked to my Instagram. So those are the two things I'm mainly on.
2: And what is your TikTok again?
3: It is Zondi. It's X-A-N-D-I, 1990.
0: 1990? Yeah. Okay. That's it? 1990 X3. Sorry. I are... X3? Yeah. All together. No spaces. No, no spaces. Órale. <laughs> Xandi like one nine nine zero X three. Damn, sounds like a like a virus or something. <laughs> like a I virus. am. <laughs> 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 oh my god! I love that. Your content is great. Uh, everybody, go check out his yes, content so uh, on funny. TikTok. Go follow our friend. I gotta say it correctly, Xander. <laughs>
3: Don't do that. <laughs> that killed oh me. Oh, my God. i are going to have an
0: asthma attack.
3: Yeah, pretty much. Oh.
0: Well, thanks, man. And we wanted to remind you that we do have a merch store. If you go to our bios on TikTok, if you can find our TikToks now. Uh, don't go to our bios on TikTok. I mean, if you already follow us on TikTok, I guess. Uh, but <laughs> if you go to the com, you can go straight to the merch store. Go
2: check it out. Yes. Also, if you're a simp, I mean a fan of our content, and like what we do, please consider supporting us. You can do so by going to anchor.fm slash Eden 666 and clicking on the support button. We would like to thank William, Robin, Kit, Chico for supporting
0: us. And you can choose a monthly amount that you want to help us with. It could be 99 cents. It doesn't matter. You can, just, whatever, you know, as long as you share the joy of Baffin Mel. With your loved ones. I feel
1: like you need to
2: have like a book. The joy of Battle. Or your
0: hated ones. (laughs)
2: Oh, my God. Leave us a voice voice message. Spicy. Give me me a spicy message.
0: Motherfuckers, you know. I know people listen to this shit. All you heathens out there.
2: You you claim that you're heathens. Leave us a fucking voice message. How dare you? Oh, God.
0: Tell us how much you love us or tell us to fuck off.
2: Whatever. <laughs> or tell us who to fuck. I'm just. I mean, you know. <laughs> uh,
0: and also give us a rating. You know, if you are on a platform that allows you to give us stars, mm-hmm. give us five stars, bitch. <laughs> this no is less. work. No
2: less. It is work dealing this is, with this motherfucker. You know how hard. Fuck you. you know how hard this, this is? is. Good quality with work. with his bullshit every goddamn week. Oh. Fucking a. I Have to be friends with him. God. Ugh, but don't forget and
0: delete and delete
2: <laughs> blocked.
0: And we also have Twitter now.
2: Yes. Um. Follow us on Twitter. Yes, we are. We just made a one for the podcast. That is at Bath and Mel. Uh, my mine is at Mel Tree Fitty, and Baff is what Baff Metal, right? Just Baff Metal.
0: Uh, yes. Okay. Yeah. Wait, I don't even know anymore. <laughs> Fuck.
2: We're so professional. It's fine.
0: Oh my God. <laughs> but yours is M E L T R E E F I D D Y, Meltree Fitti. And mine is Baffle Metal 666 altogether. Yeah.
2: Is, are you sure it's 666?
0: Pretty sure. I'm looking at it.
2: <laughs> I don't know.
0: Looking at it on my phone. Okay. All right. God damn it. <laughs> anyway, we're going to wrap yes. this up because we are safe and. You know. Yes.
3: Always. We have to wrap it up. All right,
0: our friends Xander. (laughs) We appreciate you very much. And we look forward to meeting you in person. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Hail Satan. Hail Satan. Hail Satan, motherfuckers. And that is what the Lord wants. Amen. 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 Amen.